Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Fraser podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And I forgot the title for a second. I could tell. <laughs> Today we're talking about episode 108, uh, Screaming Infidelities. It's all about that dashboard confessional. what... Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> Dashboard Confessional, who's very relevant. Yeah, absolutely. That was a timely joke. A very timely joke that people are still talking about. The most timely. Yep. Um, all right. I was so confused. I did <laughs> not know what was happening. Uh, yeah, the episode's actually called Beloved Infidel. But before we start, I just want to do a quick thing to everybody who's listening. Uh, we would love to hear from you guys. Um, so if you're listening... Uh, please uh, you tweet at us or email us. Or There are lots of different ways that you can contact us or, and follow us and such. We have a Facebook uh, at facebook.com slash Podcast. Our Tumblr is Fraser Podcast. Our uh, Twitter is Fraser Podcast. Everything is Fraser Podcast except the, our Gmail. If you want to email us, it's just fraserpod at gmail.com. Excuse me. Uh, I just <laughs> tripped over my own mouth at FraserPod at gmail.com. You're right, Fraser Podcast. I think a different like podcast that isn't even recording anymore might get it because it won't be us. Um, but And we are the coolest podcast, so you should just write all your emails to us. Yeah, not absolutely. your business emails because we will not be able to help with that. Yeah. Um, so far, the, you know, the only people who have tried to contact us are those um, trying to offer us a job. We got a job offer through an email. Not a podcast-related one, just a spam job offer thing. To work at spam? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. I would love to do marketing for spam. So, spam, you get in contact with us, and I will market you. I'm a vegetarian, so this is an odd choice. It is. Odd. But, hey. And especially if it happens to be in Hawaii. If this is a job yes. in Hawaii, yes. uh, we will do that. Unless we're busy eating a lifetime supply of Biscoff. Still, we can Biscoff and spam. I'm sure that's a good combo. That's a great. I've eaten that combo. Combos. If you'd <laughs> like to contact us. Um, and talking about combos, let's talk about what we're here to talk about. Which is a combo of Fraser and us. Okay. Yes, that. Uh, so, episode starts once again in the studio. Shocking. <laughs> Uh, Frazier is on a call with Danielle, who's having a problem with her monsieur. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, so Frazier um, is try- having a very difficult time understanding what Danielle's issue is. She's French. She's having a problem with her monsieur. And he can't figure out what that is. Which I find sort of hard to believe. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. He speaks French. In quotes, All the time. In well, quotes. Still, he's, I mean, he uses French sometimes in very pretentious ways. I think he ways. uses French in the way that Chavs use French. Well, he uses it well enough that he should be able to recognize that someone with a French accent saying we oui instead of yes is speaking French and he should recognize the word monsieur. You would think. But he just keeps... Trying, having a terrible time figuring out what her... Okay, Dave, this is a, this is a sitcom, and it's supposed to be LOL, 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 I know, but... And it be, is LOL, Be consistent. LOL. Like, that's the one thing that Frasier does regularly, 
is speak French to show how pretentious he is. I thought you were going to talk about his bran muffin eats in the morning. <laughs> that is a thing he... That's not a thing he does regularly. That's a thing he does to keep regular. Oh, gotcha. Very, it's, it's gotcha. Very fine line there. But, um... Yeah, I, I don't know. That, that yeah, that thing, bothered me as well. Like, it was funny, but... It, it didn't bother me enough not to think it was funny, but it was right. definitely like, hmm, I think you should understand French. Right. If it was literally any other language that they were making this joke, I would say, like, I would just think we're it really was We're really going to harp on this. We are. Also, splash a little in the glass. <laughs> Still going to harp on that yeah, weird thing. Yeah, forever. The thing is, like, you're not even the one that thought that was weird. I know, I knew exactly what it was. Uh, Your whole job is just to, like, make a big deal out of things that shouldn't be big deals. That is just you. what I do. It's just what I do. It is what you do. It's what I do. You do that when we watch cartoons. I do. I, the thing is... I'm like, this is a cartoon. There is no basis in reality for this. And you're like, I don't know the science of this. And I'm like, um, hello, there is no science. Oh, <laughs> uh, I spent a lot of time on Twitter today discussing Cyclops from X-Men and how he didn't make any sense. And, yeah... I don't even know anything about the X-Men, and I was... Still... What? Uh, is Kelsey Grammer is in one of the he X-Men. Is. He's Beast in, in He's three beast. of them, actually. The first three X-Men movies, yeah. You would think that I would remember the movies that he was in, but as he's Beast in them... Uh, well, it's not like there's a lot. It's they like probably that... know why they got him, because of his, you know, very hairy chest. Right, they just had to paint that. They didn't have to add any hair. Yeah, they didn't there. have to add any. <laughs> They were just like, you're perfect. They had to add a bit to his head, I think, to say, didn't have quite enough on the head to be beast, but had enough on the Aww, chest. Aw, Kelsey. We most love people you. don't. I'm going to say most people don't have enough hair to be beast. Well, I have flowing locks. <laughs> you do. And I it's just, blue. I just got them cut. <laughs> and your hair is already blue, as we mentioned last time. So yes, that makes I am sense. part cookie monster. <laughs> Little no fact. Uh, I don't like to talk about it. Very embarrassing. Um, I can't be invited to anyone's Christmas party because <laughs> I eat all the cookies. I'm just like, oh, cookie, and just like crumble them all up and spill them on the floor. Any cookie, par- uh, cookie party, any Christmas party Diana goes to, and the, cookie party, and cookie party, the floor is just covered in shortbread crumbs. Just the entire floor. I only eat shortbread. It's it's Christmas, so you know they've got those tins. That's the worst. Cookie. It is. Shortbread but... is the worst cookie. If you're yeah. going to give us cookies, do not give us yeah. Short... crappy shortbread. Shortbread, if you're listening, give us good don't shortbread. Don't sponsor us forever. Well, no, no I mean, <laughs> Walker's shortbread, I think that's a brand. If that is a brand, let us know. The only brand of shortbread cookies I'm familiar with is the tin at your grandmother's. Yeah, and it's the same tin for like 30 years. Right. I think that's the name of the brand. Well, I remember once going to Target and buying shortbread. Uh, Really? Yes, I really wanted some like buttery shortbread. Was it the tin at your grandmother's brand shortbread cookies? (laughs) No. 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 It was not that. I think it was Walker's whatever. Okay. It's super Scottish shortbread. Okay. That's the brand. Yes, that's probably it. So we are 30 seconds into the episode at this point. And it was a great episode. And then... Was it? Yeah. Um, so then Martin and Fraser have a disagreement. 
And then they reconcile, and that was a great episode. That was it. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Um, So we find out Ross has a date. Ross has a date. The successful media consultant, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally going to be a... Okay, it's a cab driver. It's it's a a cab cab driver driver. with a ponytail. (laughs) Yes. I feel like, why is that an insult? I don't know. I feel like a whole bunch of the show is just making Roz seem like, oh, she's really easy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, like, Roz doesn't seem unhappy with her lifestyle. Right. And she, I mean, okay, she's frustrated that she can't find a good man, Mm -hmm. I think. But also, she doesn't seem to be actually trying to find Right. And she seems to be enjoying what's happening. Even if it's not, like turning into a long-term relationship thing it's not like she's at this point anyway right unhappy with the fact that it's happening she seems to be just having fun while like yeah and she's gonna go on this date with one heel missing (laughs) right which i think is a little strange it is just like hobble the other shoe right or like go go get have, some flip flops and some old backups lady. at work or something yeah you know those are my yeah. favorite kinds of shoes backups backup yeah that's like always the best shoe backups by Vans it's my I would think they're by Skechers <laughs> well you know. whoever does wheelies because you can heelies that's it yeah yeah so back back they're backwards heelies they only have, the wheels are on the toes. Yes, it's very complicated. you can pop a wheelie in them, which <laughs> yeah. is why I call them that. Yes. Um, also, just have roller skates at work. This is a 90s, so it would be rollerblades. It would be rollerblades, yes. Somebody rollerblades in the show, I believe, at some point. Probably. I mean, it's a show from the 90s. I am pretty sure it might be Niles. <laughs> that is a That's... spoiler for which I am very excited. Uh, I mean, I could also be making that up. In my head... You are not making it up, and it has to be also, true. Also, um, Eddie, just imagine him. Like four rollerblades? Yes. It'd be amazing. That are just one boot with all, like, four legs in it. Just push them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Incredible balance. So, uh, so then Niles shows up, uh, makes a comment. Well, first, he, he once again doesn't remember who Roz is. I don't know if we've discussed this in yeah, the Yeah, he but... doesn't ever remember who Roz is, and he's like, have we met? Yeah, well, this time he was like... You remember Roz? Yes, of Ooh. course. What brings you here? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Just passing by and thought I'd stop in for a career. <laughs> Good luck. Like, he doesn't recognize that, even with all of that, that she actually works there. And he because he doesn't that. listen to people, and right. that's a whole point of yep. Niles. Yeah. Um, and I, I also really like that he makes a comment that he was having trouble getting into the garage because there was a cab parked in front of the entryway with the driver in the back seat scraping gum off the seat. And this makes me think, and that turns out to be Roz's date. And I'm just thinking, so does he have plans for the back seat? Oh, is that, why? that is totally, yep. Yeah. Um, also, another thing is, if she's being picked up at work, mm-hmm. she probably drove to work, right? So probably. she's going to leave her car there? Yeah, I think that happens. People go on dates after work. And then how and does she get back there in the morning? 
I guess funny thing is considering what we were just discussing I was under the assumption when you said that that she'd be going back at night but I guess you're right she's probably going back in the morning he's a cab driver he'll just give her a ride in the morning in the morning if they're still together I'm knowing right. Roz that they're probably not still gonna be together well I mean they might be together long enough for imagine her calling a cab to pick her up from the cab driver's house yep Maybe that's what's going to happen. This is some strange etiquette that I didn't even think about. Right. Okay, we find out Niles has, he was going to give a lecture. Yeah, a three-hour lecture on right brain, left brain synergy. But it was canceled. Yeah. Which, I have to say, I feel like this is one of those things. It hasn't come up a lot yet, but it's one of those things that I think people talking about psychiatry and stuff talk about but actual psychiatrists don't is things like right brain left brain synergy just like real psychiatrists never talk about freud and Jung and things like that but some do i'm sure i don't think so anymore Uh, like as a historical concept but not as like an actual thing that's right i feel like it's probably something you learn about in school right like as like yeah as like a historical kind of right but it's not something that like people are really using as like this is a like right. still it built like i think a lot of stuff built on it but nobody's still really using it and i think it's a similar thing with the right brain left brain thing like it's a sort of thing if you're trying to come up with some sort of psychiatry jargon you're like it's a right brain left brain that's a thing that's a real thing right and i don't think it really is but so they're gonna go out to dinner mm-hmm Someplace cheap because Niles is paying. Which he is super rich. Like that's the thing. Yeah, like, but um, so I think when you're rich, sometimes you end up being cheap because you don't want to spend money on stupid stuff. But he, that's the thing. He says we don't want ex- like dessert and expensive wines. He's all about expensive wine. Well, that's he's the driving thing. though, and he's not going to get the martini. That's true. And <clears throat> talking about that. Now we have the new chapter, uh, not now, now. I think that could be delivered better. Deliver that better. Deliver it. Show me. How do you do it? Not now. Now! (laughs) Much better. That was much better. Good job. Okay, we're at Anya's. Yes. Imagine a nice restaurant, but not too nice. Yeah. Good enough. Imagine a restaurant. Not just imagine a restaurant. (laughs) It's not like going into Red Robin. (laughs) Well, no. Um, can't can't get no endless fries. <laughs> is endless fries a thing at Red Robin? Yes, it is. Why don't we go to Red Robin? Because I don't know if there's one here. Where is there one? We need to go there. I wasn't aware endless fries was a thing somewhere. Yes, they give you a very small amount of fries to begin with, but if you get a burger, you get endless fries. Okay, we got to look this up. We're Note just like going to leave in the middle of the podcast yeah. to go get endless fries. All right, we'll be right back. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, so, um, so, Niles, from the very beginning, fretting a bit because he didn't... See, this is a restaurant that apparently doesn't even have parking. No, so it Yeah, that, it's like they're at the mall. It's like one of those outdoor mall kind right. of places, and there's, like, a restaurant there, and he parked. But it can't be. It's got to be downtown, and he's by, like... I don't yeah. know. He's talking about getting the ticket validated? Well, no, he's or... saying... Because... Where they park is a parking lot that's only for customers of the store across the street. Yeah, which is a hello, you got, yeah, 
Okay. Is okay, it he Cran- says Evelyn. Yeah, so is it Evelyn or Evelyn? I've only ever heard the name pronounced Evelyn, but for all I know, the store specifically might be pronounced Evelyn, so I don't know. I don't know either. So, I mean, I, I, and I, I know have been of the store. in that store eight right. times. <laughs> I have some of that soap in a drawer. Yeah. I have some lavender soap, which <laughs> is, I don't, it's actually rose soap. Oh, okay. Well, that's entirely You're disappointed. Different. I'm so disappointed. I have some potpourri. You are a woman. You would look ridiculous without lavender soap. No, because I would. That. <laughs> I would. Yeah. yeah, he wants to go buy some lavender soap, and Fraser just shuts him down because he's a man. And he and, would look ridiculous. And then immediately following that, he orders a fuzzy navel. Yes, blended nice and frothy. Which. I had to say, okay, I've never had a fuzzy navel, but I have had a fuzzy navel slush. And they are delicious. Okay, I'm going to say you have had a fuzzy navel. I have made you a fuzzy navel before. Because they are delicious. Are you making a comment about my Cookie Monster-like belly button? (laughs) Is this a personal commentary? The idea that I gave you that is weird in ways that I don't fully understand. I'm not I, sure how I, that... that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I was born this way. That Lady Gaga song is all about yeah. me. Uh, and my weird, hairy, cookie monster body. <laughs> don't make fun of me. I'm sensitive, and I really like cookies. Uh, so, yeah. But that line really bothers me, though, when he says, like, you're a man, you'd look ridiculous. I Even if immediate, I know it's immediately, like, set against him ordering, like, what's supposed to be a girly drink. But see, that's the thing that bothers me, is that, one, like, it's, like, if you're a man, you're not allowed to buy some lavender soap. You want some lavender soap. Men, if you're listening to this, and you want some lavender soap, go get some, because that is relaxing as hell. Like you want it, you can chill out with your lavender soap, and that's yeah. You can barbecue and wash up at the same time. Sure, that is great. Like there's nothing wrong with that. You own that lavender soap. Get it. And also, if you want to drink a tasty fruity beverage with some alcohol in it, that is also fine. Everyone should be doing that. Yes. I, I think a fuzzy navel is delicious, and if we had peach schnapps, I would go make some right now. Um, you're going to do that after this podcast. Well, I'm going to go to, actually, I'm going to run to the liquor store right now. I'm not, really. <laughs> We're never going to get through this podcast. <laughs> we are. We are going to get through it. Don't mind me and this weird change of volume. Um, <laughs> Um, That's wow! That was fast. <laughs> that was, I'm back, <laughs> having some fuzzy navels now. Um, Sensitive. <laughs> so, Anyways, but okay. Right after he orders the fuzzy navel, he says, "To Niles, are you going to have your usual martini?" Mm-hmm. Which Niles has never had a martini on this show. We have not seen that. He he came close when he had the other drink um, that I'm drawing the blank on from the timber mill. Yeah, I thought they had martinis at the time. No, remember there was a whole thing where they weren't martinis, they're Gibsons? Yes. Yeah, it was Gibsons, which are basically a martini with a pearl onion, but he hasn't act. his standard order is not necessarily a martini. They drink a lot. They do drink a lot, but he, we've never seen him actually drink a martini. Okay, the so show. the whole setup is that he, 
uh, can't have this martini because he's going to drive. Right. But he's, and also that he's worried about his car, his getting, car towed. getting towed because it's parked in front of Crabtree and Evelyn, uh, and he isn't. But active. then, but then. But then. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Guess who they see in the restaurant? <laughs> Guess who is there? Guess who's clipping the audio again? <laughs> yeah. It's me. It's fine. It's Martin. Yep. Martin's there. Martin Short is there. <laughs> Martin Sheen. I was going to say uh, Martin from Martin. Martin. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a lot of that show. <laughs> I didn't because I was watching Seinfeld when Martin was on. I, but I, I didn't watch it when Martin was like on TV. I watched it when it was on, Like you know, syndication? Like, yes. Oh, okay. And let me tell you, I do not like that show, but I've watched a million episodes of that show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely watched it. I don't know if I it, thought, but... if I even thought that show was funny, but it was just like, oh, this is on. And I watched a lot of it, but I mm. found every character in it so annoying. <laughs> I like Gina. What's wrong with her? I, nothing. 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 <laughs> but in addition to all of those other Martins that were there. Martin, Martin Crane. Crane. Martin Crane. Who supposedly is at Duke's. With the boys. With the boys. But he's not. The Backstreet Boys. But he's abandoned the Backstreet Boys. Because he's here at Anya's with a lady. A lady. That sly boots. Sly boots. I don't know. But that's what Fraser says when he f- f- assumes his dad is like hiding the fact I that, that he's was, on like, the name of a dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like the when he's the woman he's on the date with her dog's there. He recognizes the dog. It's Sly Boots. Yeah, I saw his calendar just the other year. <laughs> the Sly Boots calendar. Yeah, it's so cute. That dog is adorable. <laughs> Scruffy as hell. <laughs> Cute. It's got a tongue hanging out because that is the only way a dog is cute. Only if its tongue is hanging out. Yeah, and like a weird, like, like that it was born that way. So if it has a fuzzy navel and its tongue is hanging out. I don't out. think dogs have navels. I don't think so either. They have nipples. Yes. But I, yeah, I don't. A fuzzy no, nipple don't. is like. A fuzzy navel and like a buttery nipple, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that would be a good combination. Butterscotch and peach, delicious. Trying that. Mm. We're gonna drink oh. some right now. <laughs> uh, oh, let me go. Get... Sorry, I'm not gonna do that. Third the time. pearl onion. Yeah. Um, Ew. So they assume he's on a date. They're spying on him. Uh, they're trying to hide behind the man. Well, Niles sees, but Fraser can't because where he's sitting. Right. And he says, like, don't look. And they're, like, hiding behind their menus. And mm-hmm. he's like, don't look. Don't look. Look. And he's yeah. like, not now. Yeah. Now. Right. And um, we see this woman sort of rush out. Right. Well, first, so they're talking, like, it seems like it's going, like, the state's going pretty well. And then she's sobbing. And she runs out. Yeah, which I, I, I like the line. She's just collapsed in tears. She's sobbing uncontrollably. Oh, yeah. That's a crane first date, all right. Which I just think was amusing. Um, oh, and we realize who the woman is. They say it's... They recognize her. Right. They say, I think that's Marion Lawler. Right. And they were not... 
they they the Lawlers are old friends of the Cranes, but there was a falling out. There was a, a falling out. A long time out. ago. 30 years ago. 300 years ago. Which, uh, I'm not sure. If I saw someone today that my parents knew 30 years ago, and I haven't seen... Well, I, I mean, I would have been three at the time. So, let's say 24 years ago. So, when I was nine... I don't know that I would recognize them. Unless they were like, I mean, maybe they were really close friends. But I think they were really close friends. They would go, it seems, okay, they know the Lawlers from this cabin mm-hmm. that they would, would summer at or vacation right. at. So they must have, the Lawlers also had a cabin. Yeah. And so I feel like they were close family friends. Yeah. I guess I'm just not sure, like, on a quick, they're walking past type situation, maybe I would But they're not walking past. They're sitting in a restaurant. They have time to look and not look. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Not now. Now. (laughs) Yes. And guess what? What? Niall's car gets towed. (laughs) Yep. So he might as well have his martini. And he does. Chuckle, chuckle, chuckle. (laughs) All right. So, and that's the end of that section. We get to the new one. The Lady Vanishes. Uh, this is where Martin becomes a magician, <laughs> yes. and Fraser walks in, and they have like one of those big tables, right? <laughs> and he's like sawing, sawing the lady in half. Yep, it's Daphne. She's being yes. sawed in half. Yes. Uh, it doesn't go well. Spoiler: she's paralyzed for the rest of the show. It's very sad. I, I a lot of people forget that Daphne spends most of the show with only a torso. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, very tragic. It's tragic. Very it's sad. weird that people forget that when it was that way for ten and a half seasons of the show, but it is a it is a fact. And Eddie's on the couch. He's enjoying a little roll around. <laughs> yeah, he's going nuts. He loves that couch. He <laughs> really does. He just loves it, and he's not allowed to be on it. Nope. He's rolling around like there is something wrong with his back. He is itchy. Well, he is Eddie Spaghetti. <laughs> he is. He does have worms. When he is introduced. Yeah. I would hope he doesn't still have worms, because that is a bad yeah. problem to have. It's a bad problem to have, and it's even worse if it's somehow easy. it's making his back itchy. That's some bad. That's a That's bad case fleas. of worms. That yeah. is fleas. Yes. He's got ringworm. I think only cats get that, or cats give it to you. No, I mean, other animals get, like, humans can get ringworm. And- well, I know that. I've had ringworm because I had a cat. And let me tell you, it's gross. It does. Yeah, it seems pretty gross. It's gross. Yep. Um, and so, anyway, uh, so... I'm just saying the facts. I'm just saying the facts in life. Uh, Tootie. Is that her name? There's, yeah, Tootie is definitely on That's the That's the only one life. I remember. I love the facts of life. I remember loving it. I remember nothing about it. Yeah, me neither. Like, what happened if I watched Martin now and it's, like, my favorite show? It could be. It could be. I just don't remember. I just We'd have to start a new podcast. I know. We'd have we to are. have two, two... When they add that on Netflix, I'm going to watch it. Are you sure it's not on there now? It could have be. Have you looked? I don't know. Well, we got to look. I have to look. Um, I mean... We are struggling. <laughs> We're not, I'm not struggling. I'm fine. We're struggling. Uh, we find out Frasier... Frasier has a billboard and... And uh, we find out that uh, Fraser would look good in a mustache because the billboard has a mustache. Yep, it's and, been spray painted. And also has some teeth. 
covered up. Well, you know, it's funny. So, because Daphne is saying he would look good with a mustache. I thought she was having a premonition. I did, too. At first, I thought that, too. Because, like, almost every other episode, it's been mentioned. So I thought that's what was happening. The one thing is, so she says he would look good with a mustache. But it would be a very bad look if he loses some teeth. It's not a good look for him. And I was just thinking, like, can you tell if they're both on the same billboard? If the same graffiti was done to the same billboard, how can you tell someone looks good with one and bad with the other? I feel like it would just combine to be like... Um, because people don't look good when they're missing teeth. Unless they only have, like, one missing. I'm not going to tell you how I know that. How do you know that? I don't know. I had a crush on a guy in high school, and he had, like, a missing tooth. I assumed it's just because he, he likes hockey also, players. He was also a pirate. I don't... I I do like hockey players, but I don't... All of them had teeth. They do not all have teeth. They Lots all of have hockey teeth. players are missing teeth. Even today, with extra protection they have, there's still a lot of hockey players missing teeth. I don't know. I never noticed it. Alexander Ovechkin is missing a lot of I teeth. I don't even know what he looks like. <laughs> is he known saying, to be particularly I'm attractive? I'm not saying he's a particularly attractive I don't man. feel like I want to put this man down. I just, I don't know if I, don't I know find him known, attractive. I don't know that he's known for his My, looks. The particular hockey crushes I had, maybe those people had their teeth. Because they were like power forwards, and people didn't punch their their faces, and they stayed pretty. Perhaps. And but then anyway, Martin just... comes out, and he's just like skiing, like in the house, and it's just like, wow, how'd you do that? How'd you get all the snow inside? <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like I'm missing something. And then, um, You're... Niall shows up, and he has his boyhood journal. He does have his boyhood journal. He also has a tie that's apparently leopard print UFOs. It is hideous. <laughs> it's a bad tie. And Martin just skiing in the background and <laughs> really distracting. What are you even talking about. <laughs> and then so they're talking. He's reading the journal and he's saying, "Blah blah blah, stuff stuff stuff." That is true. That's an. I mean, accurate you might quote. you want to fill those in. That is an accurate quote. Do you know what he? was talking about yes i didn't take a lot of notes on this episode so i had to fill some of it in and partially go by the memory that <laughs> i have of the episode yeah that was like i'm surprised you don't have notes on that because I that was really stuck out to me about how did he get that snow in the apartment and he's just like going crazy in the background no one seems to care <laughs> you know people come to us for 100 percent accurate to the book recaps of fraser and you are coming through tonight, so thank you. So thank you for that, um, because I missed it. I missed the. I forgot to write. There's down a the lot going part. in the foreground. It's kind of just like happening in the back. Yeah, it's weird that we, they would even have the conversation they're about to have with Martin skiing in the background, because what they're discussing is how. So Niles was thinking about their last year up at the lake with the Lawlers. And the falling out that they had. And Niles remembers from his very extensive journals uh, that the family, or that their mother and father were fighting, having loud screaming matches every night for three weeks straight. Um, and, and he's starting to wonder what caused that. Like, maybe there's some sort of something that triggered all of that. I think it's because Martin left to go to the moon. It could and be that. she was probably feeling a little abandoned. <laughs> it 
could be. And it's really strange that that's not brought up in the journal. It is. That is a bit Because, strange. I mean, he's an astronaut. And that actually is accurate. And we will find that out in a later episode. We will. Really? Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I've literally reached a point where I don't know what to believe. And what you're telling me about the future of the <laughs> show. If anyone has watched Frasier as much as I do, they will find out that Martin is an astronaut. Okay. I, I, all I, at this point, literally all I can do is believe you. Because... He's also an Olympic skier. <laughs> um, kind of a side story in this. About how he's going to be in the Olympics. I don't remember what Winter Olympics it would have been he's practicing for, but it's sort of like watching what? Cool Runnings. What? what? I don't understand why this is so hard to believe. We watched the same episode. Did you? Did you not pay attention to this extra like story? Don't you? I thought I missed, you were the Martin. I guess I, guess I missed the B story in this episode because. Well, there weren't any bees in this story. That was that's a different one that we haven't watched yet. Oh, uh, yes, that's the, right. That that's B movie starring Jerry Seinfeld. Um <laughs> Man, there was like 6 months where Tumblr was super into B movie, and I was like, what is happening? Why are you I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um and but then the, Daphne comes in to look at Exhibit B. Right. Oh, but, like, one thing that happens before Daphne gets there, Fraser's talking about how he doesn't remember any of the shouting matches that were happening. And... <laughs> Diana's doing some very weird hand gestures and things, and... I, I don't know if she was trying to tell me something. I was just or trying just to exercise. exercise. And also, okay. I I was just, yeah, I was just stretching out. Okay. I was just stretching out. I was petting the ghosts in the room. Uh, I couldn't tell if she was telling me to, like, stretch for time, because we do that okay without the hand <laughs> gestures. <laughs> I um, like I would know that. And anyway, stretch for time would be like a stretch Armstrong. Yeah, no, I, I was wondering why you didn't stretch. just get the stretch Armstrong over there and use that. To show us. Yeah, we have a lot of Stretch Armstrongs. Yeah, you could have grabbed any from my extensive collection of Stretch, Armstrong. stretch Armstrongs that we just have. In I the know. Room. I was really cool when you were on that Antiques Roadshow. I was. And they were like, what's the oldest Stretch Armstrong you have? And you're like, this one from 1991. <laughs> and they're like, really? And how much would that be worth? And you're like, $5. Yeah. <laughs> has yep. a priceless sentimental value to me though it was a really heartwarming episode i really enjoyed it so in fraser he says he doesn't remember hearing all the shouting and it's because he went went to sleep with like wax like earplugs in every night which he had he says he had to do because niles (laughs) was always wax statues (laughs) yeah no. He says, Well, I had to, but with you underneath the covers with a flashlight looking at the National Geographics. I was looking at the maps. That's what makes it so scary. It's weirder. only the maps. Yeah, he was reading the maps. Right, which makes it even weirder. Because usually you assume if there's like a 
young boy under the covers with some National Geographics is to look at the topless ladies. And, um... I don't know if any other young boys have ever looked at National Geographic. That's definitely the joke that's being I made I understand here. that's the joke, but <laughs> have you looked at National Geographic? It is so boring. It is so boring, well, and that's why there's 700 million of them just <laughs> circulating in every freaking yard sale. No one, everyone's like, ooh, I'm going to get National Geographic, every and they single... don't want to read No one wants to read it. I'm sorry. That's, does that magazine still exist? This is so boring. It does still exist. And I'll say, yeah, you're right. If everyone who decides to have a yard sale suddenly discovers a large pile of National Geographics, even if they've never subscribed to it, uh, also, when you turn 50, a pile of them appears in the in a back room. Whatever room has the most storage. In the storage, basement, yeah. Or the basement. Whatever room has the most storage in it has just magically... like the it national, makes a really the great feeling for your coffin. <laughs> the Nat Geo gnomes appear. Geo gnomes. Nat Geo, as oh. in National Geographic. Right, the Nat right, Geo gnomes. Right appear in the night on your 50th birthday and deliver a lifetime supply of National Geographic. I did not know that, and I know a lot about gnomes. <laughs> but I also thought geos was like a geode. Yes. And I was... Geodude appears. And, oh. <laughs> and delivers um, a bunch of National Geographic. And a bunch of punches. Yes. and uh, Yes, and that. So <laughs> many punches. Um, but yeah, so then, they're, while they're looking through the things, then Daphne comes over to view what, um... Not Exhibit B. Exhibit B. Which is a family photo album. Yep. And creepily, Niall smells her hair. Again. Like, he leans in, it's not like she doesn't notice. Right, and it, in this one, it's clearly not even meant to be a joke. It's just a thing he does. Yeah, he leans in, smells the hair, goes... Ah, and then they look at the thing, and it's really creepy. Yeah. And stop it. Yep. Um, but yeah, throughout the photo album, there's a woman that's been cut out of all of them. Uh, also, Niles, oh, also Niles, when sneaking out once, saw Martin hugging Mrs. Lawler. Mm-hmm. And there's a woman that's been cut out of all, all of the pictures from the photo album, from, like, the that trip to the lake. And so they all decide... Basically, Daphne says the best way they can know if Martin had an affair or not is just to ask. Which is great advice. Literally advice that they need to take every episode. This show is so much about, like, weird misunderstandings that would just be resolved. It would not be a very funny show. It would not be a very funny show. It's just like how Lucy never asks Ricky because Ricky always says no. (laughs) Well, see, that's the thing. Asking doesn't work on that. On Frasier, so many problems would be solved by just asking. And maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the life lesson that the show is trying to teach you. Daphne just goes ahead and asks Martin when he comes home. Yep. And they they are very like, no, don't do it. And she asks, and he, Martin, you know, excuses Daphne from the room. She sort of mumbles... That's right, send the help to the room. I never get to hear any good stuff anyway. And he confesses, hey, I had an affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't bring it up anymore. Right. That's because the end. He finally breaks down and tells them because they said they were going to call 
Aunt Vivian, the mouse, who is the keeper of the Crane family secrets. It'd be different if she was the mouse. Yeah, it would be weird for them to call a mouse. Um, oh, I thought maybe she was just mousy. Well, I guess it could be that, too. Or uh, a r- real mouse. Yes. We don't know this crane secrets. <laughs> okay. We're learning about them right now. Yeah. Okay. Next. <laughs> I do not understand the name of this next section. Uh, okay, so the next section is called Dr. Shecky Crane. And it takes place at Cafe Nervosa. It does. Um, so... I know the Shecky... I think there's like a Shecky the Clown. Yeah. It's something like that. So it's like a old, like, like goofy comedy sort of oh, thing. Oh! Yeah. Now I now get, get it. it. Okay. okay, okay. So so they're talking about how upset they are at Martin. They can't believe, like, he would have an affair. They're, they're sitting in the back. This is my favorite place, one of my favorite places in Catherine Universa. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, the bookcases, and there's a man over there looking for a book, and clearly, you know, overhears what they're talking about, and Fraser says, you know, like, what, pull up a chair if you're going to keep listening to us, and he right. gets embarrassed and runs away. Right. But um, that's basically what the scene is talking about, to sort of, they're disappointed that their father would have had a fair. Right. Funny thing about that guy is he's not there at the beginning of the scene. He walks up the stairs to get there. But when that happens, they so the scenes are always being filmed from multiple cameras at the same time to get different angles, right? Because right? Right. It's, a, it's a multi-camera sitcom. Um, they use a shot that's close on Frasier when he this guy is walking up the stairs. So this dude just walks through the shot. Like, where, for a second, all you're seeing is a dude's back blocking the entire shot. Like, normally you would cut around that, so you don't just have a random person, like, blocking the view of the conversation. It's very strange. Like, when I first saw it, I just thought it's weird that they had someone walk through the shot. Later I realized, like, oh, it's this guy that's up there now. But it's still very strange to have him do that it was a weird decision of them i to guess choose. you're just like focusing on not that but for like a second i don't you, even know i didn't see. even notice it so i think if you are a film person you will notice this and question it if you are just a regular person um <laughs> then you will just be like i don't i guess that's thing is weird maybe i don't know <laughs> it is it's a weird decision um, um but to explain the opening of it so niles is doing he mentioned this twice he has you mean the what the section is called right yeah he's having one of his support groups right healing with humor yes. uh he he's he has to run before it starts because he has to pick up his big shoes yes and isn't he wearing like some breakaway suspenders he's wearing some oversized polka dot boxers with quick release suspenders which sounds like an amazing and terrifying support group. <laughs> yes. Because definitely no one going to a support group at a psychiatrist is going to have any issue with clowns. So this seems like a great choice. That is, well, I, you would not go to a healing with humor support group then. I feel like there could be humor that isn't What happened this for clowns? Maybe. That could be. It this could be... does not specify... Who this therapy That is a very good point. Um, um, Diana's family is here now that the circus is closed. 
and the clowns. They could really benefit from that healing with human support <laughs> yes. group. Um, I, so, yes? I was going to say, I, re- I like the early on when Fraser asks, doesn't it bother you that your father cheated on my mother? Like, oh, <laughs> that, I did not catch that. That's yeah. a really good line. Yep. Things best left unsaid. Well, wait. No, also, yeah, because no. they also mention Fraser gets his, Martin. Fraser like inherited Martin's chunky thighs. They do say that. So I like. So we've now learned that Fraser's entire familial like resemblance to and his that father been left unsaid. Is in his legs because they're with his oversized calf muscles and his chunky thighs have both been mentioned. He has. He has. He's a good cyclist, yeah, which is great for the city of Seattle. <laughs> As long as you have a poncho. <laughs> right. Or a submarine or something. Right. Um, a cycle submarine. <laughs> well, it could be one of those. I've seen, like, old Civil War submarines were pedal-powered. That's a true fact. That's real. But, well, that seems terrible. Yeah, it is. Most of them died. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so now the thing's best left unsaid. That, that, Yes. <laughs> Um, so what happens? Basically... We're at home? Mm-hmm. They're... Oh, yes. I just wrote that Marion Lawler comes to the yes. door. Yep. And, yeah, Fraser basically says, like, Martin told me everything. I already know what happened. And so she, assuming he knows everything, tells the actual truth by mistake, which is that Martin did not have an affair. Their mother did, with Marion's husband. Not a really, not like, not a funny scene, really. Not it's really a, funny, just sad. Yeah, there's a lot of sad in this yes. episode. Like, it's kind of... That's why like, you need the healing with humor part. Apparently, yes. Um, uh, and that's about all that happens in this. Yeah. I mean, then, much... like father, like son. Yep. Um... Like, like, so it starts with one of the few, one of the first times we actually see Martin getting his physical therapy. We've heard about it. We know that's why Daphne's there, but she's actually, like, like, exercising his, like, stretching out his legs and such, telling a very long story about her her, family, all of her various brothers that were, worked at the docks. Yep. Except for one that did not want to work at the docks, nope. and he wanted to be a ballroom dance instructor. Yep. And he did that. And he still he still does do that, and is her mom's favorite. And uh, everyone loves a dancer. Yeah. Uh, I I really like the line in this scene where like she, he like says something like, "How much longer do I have to like listen to you talk about your family?" And she was like. Why would a man of your intelligence say a thing like that when you're in the position you're in and I'm in the position I'm in? And she's like looming over him with a uh, with her feet very close to an area that he probably would not want to get attacked right at that moment. And that, that is what's happening. She has to, and she... she's like holding his legs in a uncomfortable position and yeah, because so, she's probably she does like therapeutic massage and things like right. that. So I'm saying like yeah, he's in a very vulnerable position in a whole bunch of different ways. Right. They're done. She goes to go to his bath, and Fraser is telling him and walks in and tells him that he knows the truth, or he's preparing to tell him. He's trying to tell him. Yes. And we both wrote down the same things. Martin tries to avoid it by 
turning on the vibration on his chair. We are so wrong about we, this well, chair. We, I never said because I don't know anything. So I, I well, I, I'm still keeping an eye out for so maybe breaking or something. So we did find out that maybe the plug um, is not plugged into the chair. Right. So here's what I figured out. Like, I did a little bit more reason. So yesterday when we were watching it, it looked like, so like, Fraser unplugs the chair. When Martin turns it on to try and avoid the conversation, Fraser unplugs it to stop it. I, I, it looked like this plug isn't actually attached to anything, but what I figured out was that plug that he pulls out of the wall wasn't there in the previous episode that the chair was vibrating in. It's normally not there, because I remember, I was thinking yesterday that it, when we were watching it, that's a very awkward place. It's loose, it's on the stairs, like it's in a place where I feel like you wouldn't put like a big power cord thing, because people would trip on it. Mm-hmm. I realize it's there for that scene, but then it, it loops around underneath the bookshelf back there and mm-hmm. then comes back out again ah. to go to the chair. But it doesn't normally do that. Interesting. It normally does, because in the previous episode, when we saw the chair vibrating, you can actually see the cord going from under the chair to under the bookcase, but it doesn't come back out again. Normally, mm-hmm. they added that piece for the purpose of un- allowing Frazier to unplug it in this scene. Interesting. Yep. Um, okay, so we find out that Lilith had an affair. Yep. Which you probably knew about if you watched Cheers, I'm yes. guessing. I'm, yeah, no, I, when they talk about it being with like a Frenchman who lives like in an underground eco pod or something, I. That's familiar to me. I remember that. That is weird because I do not remember that. I, well, I mean, I watched Cheers a lot when it was on. And while I don't remember a lot of the specifics of it, if you tell me something, I'll be like, oh, yes, that. I do remember that happening I definitely watched Cheers and I don't remember those details. So it's, I guess I didn't watch it (laughs) is what I'm saying. I was too busy watching Martin and... (laughs) Not enjoying myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they have a little kind of touching moment because the two two of them have something in common that's a little hurtful. I guess a lot hurtful for the two of them. Um, but what does Martin say? Just like, get over it and put it in your bag of sucks, life sucks bag. No, I don't think, feel like he has that reaction this time, does no, he? No, he doesn't, but he, he normally did... does. He did with the the, the painting. Yes. Yeah. So why does this not go there? Uh, because I think it's because it's something that's more relatable to everyone. Yeah, because people are always cheating on everyone. Well, I mean, it's something that anyone, I think, even if they've never been cheated on, can could relate to pain from that there's like there's a lot of people that could relate to that i think it's more like someone you trusted hurt you in a way that you you couldn't control right and that's what i mean and we also should mention that mary lawler shows up because her husband had just died right so she was sort of finding comfort in talking to martin probably about thing like Probably not, I'm guessing, about the affair, but, like, times that they had had together right. at the lake house. Right. Um, and I also like the there was a good line, I think, when 
Fraser's trying to find out why Martin didn't just tell him the truth, and he says that he was trying to protect him, and then he says, when Frederick grows up, will you tell him what Lilith did? And I thought, like, you know, like, I can see why you might not want to say that, like, because what's to be but gained? But also, your parents aren't still together, like... True, yeah, but I, I feel like in that situation, you don't I think at some gain... point, when you grow up, you realize, you know, your parents aren't these, like, they're people, and they make mistakes, right. and I think it's easy to fault your parents for those kinds of weaknesses, because mm-hmm. when you're growing up, they're just, they loom over you. They mm-hmm. give you the right to do whatever you want, and I think, you know, I can understand that. I think it's true, like, why would you? But I can see, you know, I don't, I don't know, like, when you're an adult, I guess you would still, you might hold, like, a grudge against your parents, but... I mean, Martin does say, like, don't think of your mother. Don't change your opinion of her based on this. Right. And, you know, I think it's fair. Like, if they, obviously, they were fighting at the lake house and they remember that, but they still think of their mother fondly. And I think that shows overall that she was a good person. Right. And things can happen. And, yeah, it's kind of like a touching episode. Yeah. Not... I wouldn't say the funniest, but I mean, it's a good episode, but it's not... It's funny in the restaurant. Yeah, that part is funny, but um, I'm just saying, like, in general, it's not just straight up laughs the whole time, you know? It's not all silly, like, there's some... Is that the part where, like, Martin's, like, skiing because... That part was hilarious. It was. Now that I remember that, yes, Yes. that was very funny. That was so funny. (laughs) Uh, Okay, any final thoughts on... No, that was my final thought. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I, I agree. So, now, um, we already talked about the drinks. Um, we did talk about the drinks. The fuzzy navel, blended nice and frothy, and the martini that we're assuming Niles had after his car got towed. Um, and the caller, Danielle, the French woman, played by Jo Beth Williams. She was um, the only thing I really knew her from. She was the mom in Poltergeist 1 and 2. And she also plays Madeline Marshall in a later Frasier episode, The Two-Parter Adventures in Paradise. Oh, okay. (laughs) Interesting. Yep. I knew you would know what that was without any more details. Um, But yeah, so that's it. Um, So with that, I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode uh, and I hope to we hope to hear from you on our various many social media situation places and uh, and with that this has been TGIF Arcade wishing you all good mental health Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at SweetLime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Good night, Seattle! We love you! Hi, welcome to Fraser, Fraser, the Fraser Show. But <laughs> absolutely how we're starting. So, welcome everyone. That's not how we're starting. Uh.